1.2, left of the downwind, 070. Manzera. 404, master of your destiny the hour legends either go to sleep people who are refusing to leave life just as it is or are waking up some of you love sleep more than you love success and i'm here to tell you today if you're going to be successful you've got to be willing to give up sleep behold the legend this is legends hour here we go this is matt and sarah so good to be back, says we weren't here last week. Yeah. No pod because you were unwell, you poor well, thing. Well, hold up. I was you here for just, a couple of days. You were as good as dead. You were so funny. The text. Oh, yeah, I guess you were off. Let's not do one. Okay, mate. No editing required. <laughs> I mean, yes. Uh, I mean, if you were so determined to produce a fresh pod for our wonderful listener base, you had a lot of free time. Yeah, fair enough. A lot of downtime. I did. I mean, I was hacking up along. But look, we don't need to talk about illness. It's disgusting. I feel like the whole of Sydney, I don't know where you are in the world, but Sydney certainly is just a plague. Non-COVID-related plague (laughs) through Sydney. uh, You are sounding great. You're sounding much better, much healthier. You're feeling good. Yeah, yeah. Happy to be away from my kids. Ah. Not wiping noses with tissues and stuff. Getting into it. Ah, can't wait. Well, enjoy. I'm sorry we weren't here last week, but enjoy today's pod. So good to be with you, sis. So good to be with you on Thank a Friday. You, Matthew. Well, you're looking good today. Mm-hmm. And what a better chance to wrap up the week's news in our five, six, or seven word Twitter challenge. <laughs> Started online years ago where you just had to come up with seven words to summarize something. We mm-hmm. do it the stories of the week. And there's been plenty going on this week. Yes, there has. It started off as five words, mate. And we've just blown it out to seven because it gets progressively difficult to make a gag in five words. Correct we are not response. that clever. So, uh, would you like to start or shall I? Let's go. Dining vouchers. Ah, uh, yes. We've got the big one. They're giving us four more, but you've got to use them for a Friday lunch in the city. Yes. New South Wales tells other states to eat me. There we oh, go. Yeah, I like that. We are better than everyone else. That's it's good. Becoming more and more official. That's a nice start. Thank you. Um, I went with Paul Gallen. He yes. lost to Justice Hooney over the weekend, mm-hmm. as you remember. Gallen and I had our little sparring contest, which was all very sweet. I'm where sure he, he holds on to it the way you do. My tweet. Uh, I clearly softened him up. Sure. Which, sure. I, which yeah. I did. Tenderized, isn't it, yeah. in the game? I mean, I effectively, I gave Justice the win. Yes, sure. Hey, Cody Simpson, uh, swimming trials. Didn't do so well, but hats off to him for having a crack at it. Uh, Off-pitch pool performance for Cody. Oh, that is good. I wish I had his song here yeah, ready to go. I am sad you don't. Russell Crowe is moving LA to Coffs Harbour, says. Mm-hmm. And you think Coffs is the ice capital. It's not. Coffs oh, has, that, has that been officially moved? No, no it's, it's still, still Coffs. Sorry, go my ahead. My tweet. First movie, Ice Age sequel. Oh, plenty of it, but I'm lazy. News overnight, Robbie Williams is coming to town. He's going to be filming is his he? biopic here. Biopic? Biopic? I was yeah, I got biopic. Whichever. Uh, he will be filming it down south, though. So mine was finally a reason to move to Victoria. Is it still, though? Yeah, well, I mean, Robbie Williams would be the only reason. Yeah. yeah. Their restrictions are easing. Ours are going the other way. Speaking of, a Bondi COVID case. People encouraged not to leave the eastern suburbs over the weekend because of the COVID cases. My tweet, locals' weekend plans don't change at all. That's exactly right. Yeah. Stay in your bubble anyway. Five it's time to play some games and make a coffee or two. It's time for eggs.
Okay. So this whole segment you've agreed to do in a German accent. Yes. I absolutely have not agreed to okay. do it in well, a German then, accent. What, what accent can you do? Um, I mean, I'm sure I could probably throw out a standard British or American. Can you, you do guys. a South African accent? Oh, no, I can't sustain it, no. I really like South African really? accents. They're just really hard. I love an Irish accent, very Scottish close, accent. It's very close to Kiwi, South African. A little bit, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So All right, you can hard. do it as an Aussie. What are we playing again? You. We're doing plot twists. So I'm going to read you out in uh, descriptions of movies mm-hmm. with details removed, and you have to try and guess what movie they are. All righty. Sure. All right. Who wants to go first? Sarah, you can go first. You and look lovely because you today. still don't understand the game. No, Here we go. Okay, Sarah. The future of a mythical civilization rests in the fate of this single object, which has been lost for centuries. Lord of the Rings. Very good. Oh, very Storm's good. ahead with one. Yeah. Wow. I was thinking more of the uh, Indiana Jones space. So. Okay. All right. Well, not a good start for Not a good start. All right. Math? Yes. A young high school student receives a flirty phone call from a person she is not familiar with during which they discuss the same genre that this movie is planted in. The call soon turns sour and their life is threatened and she is witness to a horrible murder. Scream? Yes. Yeah. I was thinking about this just the other day because there was a meme, what movie scarred you as a child? And Scream 2 <laughs> still really? lives in my brain as that I just can't get past it. Really? Yeah, it, 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 movies like that used to make you second think babysitting jobs. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And that was the part where you're like, I'm only yeah. getting 12 bucks an hour, but I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, no, not worth it. All right, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Two highly qualified individuals accompanied by a mathematician are given the amazing chance to visit a brand new theme park populated by fantastic Wonderful and dangerous things. Jurassic Park. Very good. Yeah. Love you, Sam Neil. <laughs> that is good. Matthew? That was easy. Oh, that was, was, so wasn't easy. easy. Don't be miserable. He likes you so much more than me. All right, here we go. Our leading lady, Matthew, is a beautiful, smart, although very abrasive to most of the people she encounters at her high school. Her younger sister is as equally beautiful, but ditzy and vapid. House rules for the two state that the younger sister cannot date until the older one does, so a plan is hatched to set the abrasive older sister on a path to dating. Is this, it's an what's awesome its name? Um, does he sing the, yes. on the yep. stand, yes. I love you, baby. The band that I'm in, yes. 10 Things Out About You? Yes. 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 Very good. good. Thank you. I would, I love that movie. Wouldn't have got there, so yeah. thank you, Sarah. All right. No We're even at the moment. All right, here we go. Sarah, mm-hmm. the movie begins when an orphaned child is left to his only surviving relatives with whom the child lives with until he starts to receive strange correspondence delivered in a way he hasn't quite seen before. I see Dead people. Incorrect. No. Oh, I can come in here and Harry win. Potter. Yes. Oh, yes. Harry Potter. It's Harry Potter. It's Harry Potter. Thank you. Oh, oh obvious one. I'm God, that feels it. good. Thanks. I love you. And I love <laughs> you, Jeff. This is Matt and Sarah. Says when you think Tinseltown, you think Hollywood, you think the bright lights, you think the big celebs and the big names, you obviously think Los Angeles. Yeah, absolutely. Where would you, if I was to say pick a town or a city or a place in Australia, would you think is the Tinseltown of Down Under? Oh, well, wouldn't it be Fox Studios? That's a good guess. It's a good guess. What about a bit of Byron Bay? Uh, I think Byron Bay is where celebs go after sure. they've done the work. Gold Coast? Gold Coast. A lot of filming going. Because there's movie world up there. I give you, for consideration, the New South Wales most livable city, population 45,000 to 75,000, in about 2003. 
Coffs Harbour says. Would you think Coffs Harbour is the capital of New South Wales? It is a number of things says, but it is also, according to the front page of the mm. Daily Telegraph and a press release put out by the New South Wales government, soon to be the tinsel town of Australia, with Russell Crowe set to build his own movie studio in Coffs Harbour, making Coffs Harbour front and centre on the international Hollywood stage. You know, I did have a read of this. It sounds pretty impressive. I heard they're making it at one of the, I say one of the, the only hotel, I'm guessing, in Coffs Harbour. Sarah, there are so many hotels. Sure. Okay, the resort, and they're turning it into sort of this big, amazing, not only production uh, centre, but where yeah. people, families can stay and sort of all inclusive. So it sounds pretty amazing. Pacific Bay. Now, for those who are familiar with the Wallabies, nope. as you would yes. be, you would maybe uh, remember in about 2000, Pacific Bay was the home of the Wallabies. And that Sarah. worked out well, didn't it? It worked name, out better. Name a Wallaby player, just one. Oh, at that time, that's your Berkia. Sure. That's your Berkia. Now I'd be a little bit more pressed. And at the time, we had an international airport because you could fly direct from Coffs Harbour to New Zealand to watch the Bledisloe. Then the partnership ended and you now can't fly anywhere from Coffs Harbour. <laughs> but it's, it was a town on the boom. I'm very excited. I'm excited for you, your little, your little town, your little place. It's not a little town. See, Russell Crowe has done wonderful things for Coffs. For example, regularly plays 30-odd foot of grunt uh, at the local Plantation Hotel, but that's separate yeah. to that. Uh, the local Arara Valley needed a new swimming pool. He paid and built them a new swimming that's pool. That's nice. Why does he love Coffs so much? Because he's got a home there no, in Narnia. No, I know, Green. but that's not where he's from. Because it's a beautiful part of the world. Coastal, you think icy. It's not, says. It's beachy. <laughs> Is it? It's delightful. My dad, I don't know if I'm speaking out of school here. I'm not entirely sure. Russ has obviously got money, right? He's got more money than he needs. Uh, and dad's a, a civil engineer in Coffs and built his bedroom, says. Now you go, how do you build a bedroom? It's part of the house. Not for Russell Crowe. He has an octagon separate to his house. I feel like you're going to get in deep trouble for this. Yeah, Yeah. probably. Which is, uh, it's its own bedroom, its own man cave, its own gym, its own studio, its own cinema, its own recording studio, which is separate to his house, which he wanted to get built. Because when you're Russell Crowe says... These are the things you do. Why the hell not? There's nothing else going on in coughs. Just keep building octagons. I'm impressed with Rob DeGroote. Well done. Your takeaway shouldn't be about Rob DeGroote. Your takeaway should be about the Coffs Harbour has been identified. All the celebs that roll into town. Very your Hugh exciting, Jackman, Matthew. Your Natalie Portman. Yeah. Your Chris Hemsworth. They're going to Coffs, baby. Oh, and they're going to live there. And they're going to be happy about this it. is Legends Hour. The swimming trials, Olympic swimming trials happening in Adelaide. Yes. And I love how much attention has been on them because I love that we're getting back into the swimming. Yeah. And honestly, you don't want to put it all on this kid, but Cody Simpson has done an awesome thing by renewing public interest. Now, this this is a bit of Cody. I'll be honest with you, I haven't heard a lot of Cody Simpson no. as a singer. No. And, you know. Okay, I think he can. he's clearly got a great voice. If you've ever seen the videos he puts up on Instagram, particularly when he used to put them up with Miley. What's this one here? Wish You Were Here. I mean, it's a very much a Disney channel when it you're is. playing it. It is a bit Disney, isn't it? Oh. Anyway, that's right. How did he it's go? So, he absolutely smashed his, um, his heat. And everyone went, okay, wow, we are on, like, game time. This is going to happen. And he'd always said, not this Olympics, guys, I'm I'm pretty fresh, which he is. I'm aiming for Paris. But he got in the pool and smashed that heat. The problem was last night was the finals. 
And have a listen to this. This was the race, and sadly, you're not going to hear many mentions of poor old Cody Simpson in the, in this. He's got them absolutely under control right now. Matthew Temple, he's out by a body length. He flew down that first lap, and look at him go now. Temple in control. It's going to be tight for second. Morgan and Champion, not much between them. Temple's going to win it. I think Morgan may just tip out Champion Willie. Oh, it's close. Very, very close. Morgan gets there, but only just... He swims at qualifying time, but he does it behind a man who's just broken the Australian record. What an outstanding swim. Yeah, so Matty Temple, awesome night for him in the pool. Broken Aussie record with a time of 50.45 seconds. I mean, massive. Cody not hugely behind. He did come last. Oh, in that. Yeah, but, but the, you're in a pool with the best. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I, do, I, I, I love it. I love that everyone's... Because, I mean, there's been some negative press around our swim team for several years now. This is good. Like, as long as we can all get behind the team. Awesome swimmers in there. David Morgan as well. Right behind. It just blows my mind that the difference of, of one... One, one and a half seconds. I know. Is first and last. a.m. This is Legends Hour. Matt and Sarah's. Come on. Three, two, one, go. God, I love this game. Every week we get to bring in a member of the Fitz and Whipper team and on the back of the way that you grill Gary on a daily basis, yes. the poor fella, we just throw... Any question at any team member well, we want. You know, it's the way I, I would advise all couples or any relationship in your life. If you want the honest truth, you have to get someone and they have to answer the question immediately. First words that come into your head. And I'm telling you now, it's brutal, but you get there. So we welcome to the studio Fitzin Whipper producer, Jess. Hello, guys. I'm nervous. I'm used to grilling Gary and now it's me. Oh, in okay. Spot. That sounds very sexual. And I know it was his birthday yesterday and he got home late. So thank you so much Ooh, for that. Whoa. Well. What happened there? I'll just draw. Them. Is he in trouble? No, because he came home with a massive bunch of flowers for me. Oh, he did. I know. So he's obviously birthday. on yeah. his birthday. Yeah. So your birthday. I know. That's My what I said. It so, smells like trouble. Just very simple. We yes. do this and ask you a question like, who is funnier, Fitzy or Whipper? Whipper. Off air. Oh. <laughs> See? And then you get there and you're like, Three, okay. Brutal. Who would you rather spend time with outside of work, though, Fitzy or Whipper? Uh, Whipper, we walked to the shops yesterday and had a nice little chat and he bought me a sandwich, although he didn't know how to put it through the self-serve checkout. Uh. I think that must be why he always goes to a person. (laughs) Adulting. (laughs) Three, two, one, go. The weirdest request you've had as a producer from them. Oh, Oh, there's a lot of printing of personal documents I try not to read as I I hit print. Three, two, one, go. How much money to quit your job? Oh, at least 200k. Okay. So I'm good for a Jeez, year. That's, that's good. Like, you've committed. That's a real That's a real amount. I've got grand said, plans, guys. What? You can't hold me back much What would you have said? I don't think it's a career-limiting move for me to answer <laughs> Three, that. Two, one, if you had to be honest, do you think you're funnier than the boys? Oh, it depends the um, the situation, but if we're talking on air and off, absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Absolutely not. Producer Tommy or producer Lou? Oh, Tommy, hands down. No one looks as good in a cardigan. Oh, Jesus. You produced Smooth FM before you did Fits in Whipper. Bogart and Glenn, beautiful breakfast show. But who were bigger divas, Bogart or Fits in Whipper? Oh... Oh, nah, it's definitely Fitzy Whipper. Bogart yep. does her own printing. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest lie you've told your parents? 
Oh, that I didn't use my sister's ID when I was 17. Okay. Go Three, two, one, go. How many demerit points do you have? All of them. Never lost one. Lame. Three, Show off. two, one, go. Secret tattoo, have you got one? No. What would you get? Tiny paw print of a dog I don't own. That's I, slightly odd. Why? I don't know why. Just for you just want scenario, to so I have something. Where? Two, Where would one, you get it? Go. Bottom of the foot. Three, two, one, go. What's in your top drawer? Uh, two sets of drawers, pajamas in one, underwear in the other. Oh, Three, so two, lame. One, Finally, go. who is the most underdressed person in the studio right now it's and why? It's be Sarah because she wore pajamas by accident. Yes, she did. Okay, that joke needs to slay me, want to talk about the richest person in the world, Sears, and I know you think I'm a bit, bit obsessed about the ultra-wealthy on the planet. As long as you're not going to say this to someone who's rich in love, in which oh, case God. I'll say, you can jam that, I want dollars. Yeah, no, I want dollars Make it too. Rain. That's what love looks like in my eyes. Yeah, it does. Now, it's not Jeff Bezos, it's not Mark Zuckerberg, it's not Bill Gates. It's someone that I'd never heard of. Now, I find it amazing that there's a person who is richer than Bezos that you've never heard of. Because uh, you presume in that ultra-billion space... Then you've heard of them all. I thought he was number one. Uh, even after the divorce, but no. And that's not necessarily because he's building spaceships to take he and his brother to fly around planet Earth, which is exactly mm. what you'd do if you had $200 billion in your bank. What would you do? $200 billion right now. The, the <sighs> most wild possible thing you could do. Do you know what? I've been re-watching Entourage. My <laughs> God, I'd go car shopping. Yeah. Like big time car shopping. There was a, a a great 30 for 30, which is a sports documentary series called Broke. And it was mm. about how people who made $100 million a year playing football ended up broke. And they would talk about the fact that they would try to outdo each other in the team with who has the bigger entourage uh. and whose entourage was dressed the best. Yeah. So, for example, this one guy was telling a story. He was a $100 million football player, the first $100 million football player. He would walk into a jewellery store with 30 people, of which he had met none. They were just friends of friends of friends, but that was entourage. And he would walk in and say, buy whatever you want. Stupid. You could buy anything. And these guys were loading up. This is like those lotto winners you hear about who just blow it all up. Blow and it. you go, you've got to be kidding. Hundreds of millions of dollars, you wasteful person. I know. I would always, I would want to charter a plane, a proper size plane, mm. and go straight to Vegas for a weekend fully funded for all my mates. Now, that's what I would do if I had $254 billion, says. And who is this person? Have you heard of Bernard Arnault? No, I'm just trying to think. Does the name have anything to do with the industry with which this bloke makes his cash? No, but the fact that it's got a French flavour and sort of a little bit sophisticated. Oh, he invented the croissant. Oh. Do you know my kids started yelling at me yesterday as a side note? I love croissant, mummy. I said, what the, What are you talking about? Why did Where did they get that from? I don't know. It must be on YouTube oh, To be or very fair, croissants are delicious. Yeah, An no, almond croissant? Oh, stop it. My kids are not classy enough to know that. So Bernard is worth $254 billion, overtaking Jeff Bezos. He is the chairman and CEO of LVMH. LVMH. Short for Louis Vuitton oh. Moet Hennessy. Stop it. As if his wife isn't the happiest person on the planet. The LVMH Group owns more than 70 brands, including, but not limited to, Louis Vuitton, Christian Dior, Givenchy, Bulgari, Sephora, Tiffany, Tag, Kenzo, Dom Perignon, even Kate Mantell in WA. They just own it. And he made, this is the most disgusting part, because you know people went shopping in COVID. Mm. We lost money in COVID, you know, yes. pay cuts. Pay cuts and the like. You know, probably made some dumb uh, share investments thinking, hey, Flight Center's a good one. Not a good one. He made 142 of his $247 billion fortune 
in the past 14 months because wow. of online shopping during the pandemic, says. Imagine when Valentine's Day rolls around, <laughs> Christmas, birthdays. He just goes to what is effectively the prize cupboard here at work, yep. except his is loaded, loaded. with $100,000 female products. And still just gives them a $10, um, you know, child from another yeah. year. Thank you very all, all much. See you, champ. Five a.m. There we go. Done for another week. God, it's good to be back. Good to be back. Done, done, done. What are you doing for the weekend? Well, um, the great thing about uh, the podcast is you could be listening to uh, this at any time, which means I either am currently, have just finished, or I'm about to pick up a McLaren 720S sports car set. That's awesome. It Why? Is. Who's giving you that? Or are, you, are you hiring it? So McLaren is an unbelievable sports car brand up there. Ferrari, Lamborghini, but not as many people know about it, even yeah. though Dan Ricciardo drives for them. And so in order to boost their brand awareness, says they fling me one to drive around and put on Instagram, I don't know if Hold there's up. a single person on the planet who would buy a $500,000 McLaren because they see old MDG driving one, but yeah. hey. Dan Ricardo to Matt DeGroote. What a There's great a sales sense. pitch. There's a sentence that I can get around. That marketing team needs a headwhack. I'm going to give you a drive. We're going to talk about it next week. Yes, we are. <laughs> Have a great week. Bye.